To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, Chris Schultz, who is a senior writer at Spinoff, joins me now. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Francesca. Right, so Batman is back. We're going to take a quick listen to this trailer. The Riddler is asking for you. The killer left this for the Batman. Why is he writing to you? You came. I've been trying to reach you. Riddler's latest. It's all about the Waynes. If we don't stand up, no one will. You got a lot of cats. Never think about strays. Well, one thing hasn't changed, Chris, and that's Batman still talks with a very breathy voice. <laughs> that's so true. The other thing that hasn't changed is that this is a very dark film. This might be the darkest film I've ever seen, I think. The whole thing is at night. It's always raining. It kind of reminds me of one of those 60s detective noir stories and, and the fact that it's a Batman film is just kind of bolted onto it. It's a... It's a murder mystery, which I kind of dug. He, he's kind of on one case in this, and it involves, you know, all of these Batman characters. The Penguins in this, uh, the Riddler, Catwoman's also in it. A couple of other faces I won't spoil show up. Uh, and yeah, Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. He is a little bit wasted, I would say. Here, I love Robert Pattinson. I think he's great in really kooky, weird, strange roles. And here he's just playing, yeah, super gruff, serious, often behind a mask. He, he's almost like, you remember that mid-2000s band My Chemical Romance? Yes. He, uh, yeah, he's, he's got the eye makeup. He, he reminds me of the lead singer of that in a lot of this. He's very emo, very intense. He's writing in a diary sometimes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of a funny take on him. But, yeah, the film is just so serious and it's, three hours long. I had no idea it was three hours and, oh, okay. and it, it does drag in that third hour a little bit, I think. Uh, but the thing that gets right, uh, yeah, it, it, it does play to all those kind of Batman tropes. And if you remember that mid-90s film Seven with Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow, this almost feels like a sequel to it. It's, it's oh, okay. that kind of film. It, it, it's detectives and hotel rooms investigating bodies and piecing together, uh, you know, murder mysteries. It, it's, it's that kind of thing, more than like a classic cartoony Batman caper that you might remember from, you know, those those earlier films. And, and there's probably a lot of people going, oh, another Batman film. This isn't associated with any, any, any other films. It's not a sequel. This is just a, a new beginning in the Batman era, right? It, it's one of several new beginnings. This is being mentioned of as the start of a new trilogy. Uh, the things that happen at the end of this film certainly suggest that they're leading that way. It has done very well at the box office, so I suspect uh, we'll get that sequel. Uh, I think there's, there's, there might be TV shows also planned. But on top of all this, there's the return of uh, Ben Affleck, Batfleck. He was the last Batman. He's coming back in a film with Michael Keaton, one of one of the very first Batman. It's Batman uh, Reunion. And, in the film, yeah. So, so yeah. Look out! I, I think they're doing what they did with uh, the latest Spider-Man movie right. and, and just, just oh, cashing well, in all they're those. They're a bit too late. Shit. Yeah, a bit too late yeah. for that. It's been done. Hey, uh, something a bit different. Let's have a listen to Genius. 
Well, I first put the camera on this up and coming producer back in 98. Shotown made it down here, boy. I knew he was destined for greatness. The goal was to see how far his dreams would take him. But I had no idea what life would take us next. Let me explain my side. So, Chris, this is a three-part documentary which has been screening on Netflix, which kind of follows Kanye West um, from a young man to becoming famous to kind of today. And I tell you what, this documentary has been causing a lot of, we've been having a lot of interesting conversations around the dinner table about this documentary. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. everyone everyone is very intrigued. I mean, Kanye is a really fascinating guy, and watching this is at times fascinating, but also awkward and eye-opening, and then um, there's revelations, but then there are there are parts of his life which they don't go into, which is upsetting one family member, and then they want to see this, and they're like, oh, just, oh, what a debate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is focusing uh, mostly on the start of his career, the, the, the time everyone is most fond of when he released The College Dropout, uh, one of his, well, it was the start of a, a legendary run of 10 years where he released five of the best hip-hop albums ever made. He was at the top of his game. Uh, what's interesting, yeah, about this is, is that it is about that time and, and juxtaposed with the Kanye we know now, he's far more humble, he's quite funny, and he, he's he's kind of in debt to his mum in this. His mum, Donda, who he dedicated his last two albums with, has quite a key role. And you see him just really uh, in, in, in thrall of her. I mean, she kind of is his balance, his, his kind of, you know, check what, like where he's at. He's, he's always going back to her. And there's one amazing scene where they're sitting around the dinner table rapping together. So you really see how much of a role... She played in his life. She died in 2007 tragically in, a, in an operation mishap. And it, you can't help but think, you know, if she was still around today, maybe the Kanye we know now, the one running for president, the one storming stages and trying to rip Grammys off Taylor Swift, the one who just a couple of days ago released a new music video where he, he kidnapped a, a claymation version of Pete Davidson, the uh, rumoured new boyfriend of his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. Uh, you know... It's actually quite nice as a hip-hop fan to go back and see yeah. those scenes, see him making the college dropout, see him making these songs we all know now, Jesus Walks and Through the Wire. I mean, you see him in the dentist chair getting his jewellery wired after a car crash, which, you know, he made a lot of that album rapping with these wires and his jewellery was all wired up and swollen from this car crash. So so seeing this kind of humble origin, it's, as a hip-hop fan, it's, it's absolutely fascinating and riveting. It's not the best made documentary. The guys who make it do this awful voiceover. It sounds like a student film where they just do this really basic narration. Yeah, uh, and, and, the and they kind of they've kind of injected themselves into the story too, haven't they? A little bit. Um, oh, look, thank you, Chris. I think it's definitely worth checking out, even if you're not a huge Kanye West fan. It's pretty fascinating. And as Chris says, watching him, his rise to fame, when no one else gave him the time of day, like. Uh, um, they, they sort of kept him signed to this record label because he was so great at producing other people and they wanted his beats. And no one would give them time of day. Um, it took him a long time to get people to, to listen to his music and take him seriously.